Hello, everybody. Dave Hodges here. I'm the host of the Common Sense Show. Welcome to our show. We are the show that is freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time, but we need your help. And because we're digital, that makes it easy. So please share this far and wide. Don't worry about the consequences, folks. We are in the battle of our lives right now, and we have an interesting show along those lines today. I'm telling you, I don't think we're going to turn this around, and I think you need to worry about individual salvation but it doesn't mean we don't go down without a fight. And fighting we are to the best we can. And uh, along those lines, we're going to bring you some awareness about where Satan, Lucifer, where, where he resides. Lucifer, where is he living at now? You're not going to believe what you're going to hear today. But I'm telling you, folks, I've researched this. And we have Steve Quayle here to talk about this. And we're going to be talking about uh, the importance of Antarctica. And I have uh, done some fair, like I said, fair amount of investigating. And Steve is all over this, and he's been all over it for years. And I think we need to know what the score is and who our real enemy is. Our real enemy isn't Joe Biden. Our real enemy is the the devil himself. And uh, Steve is going to join us here, and we're going to be talking about this topic. But first, we also want to introduce you to a concept that I think that you all need to know. So, Steve, welcome to the show. And I think we need to tell people preparatory because I know they're getting ready to take down the grid. I know they're going to cut off communications and there's only going to be one option left and that's satellite phones and if they want to stay in touch it's the Galileo service that goes with the satellite phone. Welcome to the show and I want to address this first before we jump into Antarctica. Well I think it's important Dave because again uh, everybody's cell phone that's any place of, and anyone who is basically uh, any type of uh, Oh, information provider or information source is even having their texts mess with now as gateway pundit, etc. So the only way around that is with a satellite phone. And you and I are both basically uh, what are considered influencers, along with Mike Adams and Doug Hagman, Manuel Petiat in Switzerland. And there's a couple of people that, uh, let's just call it the Asian source and uh, the Middle East source, obviously Far East and Middle East, that are on this 24/7. Now it's had growing pains with the, uh, you know, I'm sorry, the the uh, the amount of satellite phones that people are buying is produced growing pains. So they'll have to get on a list, and a list will be, you know, and I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, but we warned this day was coming because chip shortages, CHIP shortages, are even messing with the satellite phone uh, production capabilities. But the satellite phone store that you and I, Dave, are uh, sponsors for, and also, uh, you know, we'll get to Galileo in a minute, it's one of the best, uh, if not the best, phone providers for satellite coverage in the world. And for instance, I think people need to understand, a satellite phone will go from Dave Hodges and I can talk, or I can talk to whoever's got a satellite phone, Mike Adams, there's a lot of people that have satellite phones, and we can make... Uh, contact with specific satellite phones or all of them. I mean, people can uh, sign up for whoever's uh, feeds they want, but this is something that is going to be pretty provocative. So I think it's important, Dave, that people understand that the satellite phone store is critical for them to basically get into, get on, and start ordering their products and get on the list because, again, it's important, ladies and gentlemen. They have a deal where you can, for $99.95 a month, uh, one-year contract, you get 150 free minutes. And, the, you know, this is the best deal. I mean, it's a brand-new phone. And, you know, they have a couple other phones with little different programs. 
uh, like not only Immarsat, but they have Iridium, I-R-I-D-I-U-M. But to get this operation going, ladies and gentlemen, meaning to get your ability to buy a phone, you need to call 855-980-5830. And again, I want to give that number out, and because we're not, we're Audi only, but it's 855-980-5830, and tell them you want to get the Dave Hodges uh, special. Now, again, ladies and gentlemen, this is critical because you need to get on the list. They'll tell you the different plans they have and the different plans they have, what's available. So I think it's important that people take advantage of this because, Dave, you and I have been warning about this for months and months and months. Actually, I think closer to six months. So I want everybody to feel like, you know, they can get a hold of a satellite phone store. I have uh, and you have on both of our websites the contact information for the satellite phone store. And I think it's important that people understand that. So uh, this is a way, ladies and gentlemen, that you'll be able to stay in contact with other people, but also you'll be able to sign up for Galileo. That's spelled G-A-L-I-L-E-Y-O. And Galileo is an information source that has influencers that are posting uh, pretty much night and day, and we've had growing pains with that. But the important thing for people to understand is this that Galileo is, if you will, it's like your own satellite internet warning and alert system. And what you do basically is sign up on G-A-L-I-L-E-Y-O.com and then you can receive the alerts from uh, whoever you want, breaking news, financial markets, etc. But the most important thing is, and Dave, we'll talk about this, but when you've got the world's financial leaders being called to Antarctica, and we're going to get into that, and some of the world's leaders, if not all of them, who've been there over the last several years, something's going on in Antarctica. And so we'll tell people about literally uh, the throne room of Lucifer beneath the ice. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, going back to 1947 in Operation High Jump, this is just a little intro, you know, uh, basically uh, Admiral Byrd met the king of the world. Well, we know who the king of the world is. We're not talking about Jesus, the king of kings, but we're talking about the prince of this world who the whole world is going after now to basically bring the Antichrist on the scene. So all this information is available to those who sign up on Galileo.com, G-A-L-I-L-E-Y-O.com, and you can see uh, the kind of uh, feeds that we're giving. And everybody who's an influencer, Paul Begley's also an influencer, yep. are, are trying to give you the most complete. Now, we have to make them succinct. As you know, Dave, I think we're limited to 140 characters per message. So people, this will not include fancy pictures. It'll be more like a text message. But I can tell you this, and we maybe want to touch on it. Uh, we're at war with Russia right now. People who think that this is just, oh, it's just posturing with Russia and Ukraine and the U.S. and Joe Biden's empty threats and stuff couldn't be further from the truth. We are at war. There are actually shots being fired. There are actually aircraft being taken down. And there's actually a plan that failed. And quite candidly, you've got to ask yourself, who in their right mind would try and provoke Russia uh, into a nuclear war? Because they are ahead of us. Today, Dave, I got an information source 
that told me he was an analyst for a certain triple uh, letter agency, and he said, my specialty was advanced weapons. And he said, you're telling the people, Steve, but they won't believe how advanced the weapons are. And so it's, it's timely, Dave, that people understand that Galileo, G-A-L-I-L-E-Y-O, is where people with satellite phones already need to start going because, in essence, we can't send anything unsolicited to them. They have to sign up. There's a small monthly charge. I mean, this is a big deal. Well, this it's a small charge. Money. Yeah, yeah it, it's a small it's charge. Huge, yeah, it's huge money. So, you know, again, we're at the time now that uh, if people don't have an extra way to communicate, I'm sorry, they're going to be really hard-pressed to have a grasp on what's going on. And you've talked to people. I've talked to people. The thing that makes them crazy, I think it was John uh, Moore that made the statement. May have, you may have interviewed him on, but he said the thing that drove them crazy is Green Beret when they would lose communication. Right. And, and I am quoting John in, in the correct context, am I not? Yeah, well, yeah, he said that a couple of times on my show. Yeah. yeah so, you're absolutely right, Steve. That's how I'm – and I would say this so people know. I know intimately, reading the lines, whatever you want, uh, how the people are being rescued – out of Afghanistan and some of the other countries, and without uh, what we're talking about, satellite phones, that couldn't take place just because of the ability to track, whack, and stack with regular cell phones. So, ladies and gentlemen, again, it's the satellite phone store, and once you get your cell phone, you, uh, excuse me, once you get your satellite phone, you've got to get on a list to be able to get them, and, and you know, they come in hundreds at a time, so it's first come, first serve. And, and Dave, it's the only thing I know uh, that will allow us to communicate with one another. No, you're absolutely right. And Steve, I'm going to tell you what really attracted me to this product as well. I mean, I looked at it as a consumer before an advertiser. And what attracted me was, you know, I live north of Phoenix out in the country. And, and I'm thinking, but many times my family is in Phoenix doing different things. And we know they can shut communications down and shut down a city within 30 minutes. And I'm thinking, if that happened, how would I rally with my family? How would I catch up with my friends? And then with Galileo, how will I get news? Because right now the UN is taking down websites like ours at the DNS level and preventing people from seeing the IP address on their computers. And so communication right now is under attack. And if they go full bore with this, the Galileo service will be the only way people will get their news if they have the service. And also, too, sat phones may be the only way that people can communicate when they shut down the system. That's why... I was attracted to it, and uh, we're, we're entering those days, people. Listen, the Democrats are getting their butts handed to them, and I don't know if they can even cheat enough to win the next set of elections in the midterms, and if they figure they can't, they're going to start the Civil War, and when they start the Civil War, they're going to take away all your communications. Well, Steve, let's get to what we're going to talk about in detail here today, and that's Antarctica, and i got to tell you, a preparatory uh, article that I wrote that you posted and I put on my website a comment that came into me said, oh, Dave, I read Steve Quayle's book, Beneath the Ice. It's awesome. I hope you guys bring this up in your discussion of Antarctica in the upcoming interview. Uh, so you're already, you're already being anticipated, Steve. Well, it's good because uh, Empire Beneath the Ice, How the Nazis Won World War II, that provoked a lot of people to say, no, they didn't. Well, what most people don't understand, in 1947, Dave, um, you know, at the official end of World War II, Admiral Byrd was tasked by the Navy and the Secretary of Defense at that time to head down to Antarctica to find 
the Germans that it was reported in South American circles that the Germans had established a very sophisticated and advanced base in Antarctica, both above and beneath the ice. Now, most people don't understand that Antarctica is sits on about a hundred different volcanoes. So the idea of being able to uh, actually have an ice dome over you, but a pretty, uh, you know, in some areas, tropical paradise, just most people can't accept that. But getting back to Empire Beneath the Ice, one of the things I think is really provocative is the fact that after World War II, that we took in under Operation Paperclip alone from Germany, 1,600 scientists, Dave, and they were the who's who in rocketry, weapons development. Now understand, that's not counting the bankers and the intelligence agents that were working for the Third Reich. This is just the scientists. Most famous one in the world would be Dr. Werner von Braun. And Dr. Werner von Braun was absolutely uh, responsible for the V-2 rocket, but also there was a keeper of the gates, and his name was Hans uh, Klemmer, K-L-I-M-M-E-R. Uh, no, Kammer. There's so many of these guys to keep track. K-A-M-M-E-R, who's changed his name. He was the official uh, secret keeper for the Third Reich. And he was so, how should I say this, valuable that the U.S. brought him into our country and then gave him another identity. But after a certain amount of years, he slipped away and it's believed he knew all the secrets, especially concerning what would be called New Schwabenland. That's what the Germans called their Antarctic expedition. And he, while he was in the U.S. employ, alternate identity, everything. By the way, all 1,600 of these scientists pretty much did, with the exception of Dr. Warner von Braun, because he was so preeminent, prominent, that even the late Walt Disney wanted to pattern. And if anybody remembers the original days of... Uh, the opening of Disney World, they had Tomorrowland. Yes. Well, Dr. Bornemann Braun was one of the head guys. So what we're talking about right now is the empire beneath the ice. But just in the last 36 to 72 hours, obviously you're seeing Carl Schwab, Christine Lagarde kind of gleefully talking about their meeting in Antarctica. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's a pretty far place to go to have a meeting. And what I've been told is the major bankers of the world have been summoned there, and here's where people just will lose it, by the Prince of Darkness himself. And uh, one of the things that we're going to talk about, Dave, is the, if you will, the empire of Lucifer that now we know from Bible prophecy, whether people want to accept it, it's happening now. The next coming 42 months is going to be so problematic. And what's interesting is that we have right now we have meetings going on that are going to take control of every human on the planet's life, the ones that are at least alive. But the most important thing about my book, Empire Beneath the Ice, and this isn't just about this book, it's about what's going on in Antarctica, is the fact that every single root of the Nazi, if you will, experiment on Earth was based and steeped on the occult. Good example, Heinrich, Heinrich Himmler's library was found of 13,000 volumes of witchcraft and sorcery and everything. And one of the things that was interesting is they tried to poo-poo that and just say, oh, it's all about just one German witch burned at the stake. That's totally a lie. When Russ Dizdar 
was alive before the Lord took him home to heaven. He was probably one of the world's experts and truly was on Velsberg Castle, uh, the Nazis and, and their literal occult practices. And I think people need to understand something. The Nazis felt they were the super race. What Nietzsche had dealt, the, the uh, philosopher Nietzsche, some people pronounce his name Nietzsche, uh, but he basically was talking about a race of supermen, the blonde-haired Aryan, uh, the whole basis of the Nazi eugenics program, and that was really demonstrated. And I know there are people that deny the Holocaust. I know there are people that deny everything. But what's astonishing to me right now, Dave, is the fact that the occult roots now we're seeing in the U.S. military, guys I know who have left the military have told me point blank, Steve, 60 to 70 percent of the Pentagon staff is into Satanism. Now, that's a pretty disturbing statement. But, you know, it's interesting because the the how do I say this? The protocols and extinction protocols are the outcome is the same as the Nazis wanted, but with the technology that now is uh, rampant in the world, they're going to achieve, I believe, the time that Jesus spoke of, where he said, if he didn't shorten the days for the elect's sake, and those are his believers, there'd be no flesh left alive. Because again, the idea was to, to the Nazis to breed a pure race, okay? And a pure race, they, they went to extremes. The Ananarabi, which is the ancient ones, they were all over the world measuring people's skulls. They were absolutely uh, convinced that there were supermen in the farthest corners of the Himalayas. By the way, that was kind of the uh, background and setting to the first Raiders of the Lost Ark movie. So there's enough, if you will, information out there, Dave, and, and what I think people need to understand is that if you've got the world's banks and banksters, okay, headed to Antarctica, that's not going to be a good thing. So, you know, the thing is about control, and, and this has nothing to do with anything more. It may be carried out by different groups, but it is the Luciferian control of planet Earth through legions of fallen angels, and, I, and whether people want to believe it or not, a third of the angels fell with Lucifer, and the, the whole world, as Jesus said, lies in the evil one. So what's important to understand, all these meetings in Antarctica are for a purpose. And then I'll, I'll be blunt with you. It's for the demonic enslavement of whatever's left of humanity after the globalists, the Satanists, the, the, the uh, if you will, Luciferians get done killing as many people as they can kill. So that's why it doesn't matter what science, pure science is out there concerning, concerning the vaccination or the vaccination of human beings and the perpetual shots or jabs of mutagenic uh, RNA uh, uh, injections that are destroying human DNA. Because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, Lucifer himself will not be happy until every last human being is destroyed. And Jesus identified that there is a time when that could happen if he did not, meaning the Lord himself, shorten the days for the elect's sake. And so what's interesting, even the most rank materialistic, God-hating, God-denying person on the planet cannot deny the results of what's taking place. And that is how many people are dying, how many young people are dying, just dropping dead. And this, ladies and gentlemen, is the same protocol that was proposed in 1947. And that's how long it's been in the making. 
that's 53 and, and, and 22, so that's almost 70, what, 75 years now. So again, that's why I say it, the Nazis never lost the war. They regrouped and they are in control of everything. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I want to go back to a name that you dropped here for going to Antarctica, and I'll add another one to it. But uh, Christina Lagarde, uh, she's the head of the EU. She runs the EU, people, administratively. And so we're talking about all of Europe being represented in Satan's lair. Uh, This is what people just don't seem to get. Now, before Obama left office, John Kerry... And it was publicized, but he didn't take the media with him. It was really weird. And we don't know his flight path. We don't even know where exactly he went. But it was reported by the State Department that he went to Antarctica. And uh, is it your belief, Steve, that he was carrying back orders from the evil one to Obama about how you'll conduct yourself in a uh, uh, post-democratic-run government and what you'll do behind the scenes to terrorize America and bring it down? Yes, and Dave, I'll tell people how it works. And I could not know this. I want everybody to understand. I couldn't know this stuff until unless people who knew this stuff um, made me aware of this stuff, okay? And again, for those who don't believe in a real, literal devil, the majority now of Americans who have forsaken biblical Christianity are into the occult. They're going after witchcraft. They're going after everything that we saw the gospel holding in abeyance when quite candidly, Jesus was being preached in the churches. But here's where we're at right now. Jesus made the statement, the love of money is the root of all evil. Not money, the love of it. Therefore, the control of money is the control of all evil, except that which is in the hands of the Christians that's used for God's purposes. But the point is, as you know, Dave, the conservatives don't stand up with their pocketbooks, and the liberals use the uh, taxpayers' pocketbooks and then even guys like Soros and others will use their, you know, millions and billions to bring about the overthrow of the United States. And so now we have in the United States a battle plan that's literally being articulated from beneath the ice in Antarctica. And I'm going to be putting out a special report. I want people to know this. Uh, the last time I wrote anything on Empire Beneath the Ice is when I spoke a little bit of it at Branson. But again, those who went to the Branson Conference, when I explained how I learned a lot of stuff and whose wings I was taken under for five years, uh, you know, and, and some of, uh, uh, you know, a couple of spec op generals who are legendary and they were active. They weren't retired like the three uh, blind mice that are the generals talking about. They worry about a military overthrow mm-hmm. uh, in the military. For the record, everybody who's in the military the orders have already been given to purge every single Christian out of the U.S. military. And Dave, you and you of all people know why, so they can use the military against every single Christian. I mean, that's where we're at right now. But the plan, what we're seeing is the occult basis of the Third Reich that so dominated everything from Wagner and, and, and all of the different... Uh, you know, all the different, if whether it was musicians, I'm sorry, musicians or artists or uh, political thinkers, it was always the idea of destroying what we have now in order to bring about the global reset. Ladies and gentlemen, there's nothing new about the global reset. 
It's just absolutely the new world order repackaged to divorce it from all of the revelations that Dave and others, uh, I've talked about it for a quarter of a century. And so why, why I think it's important, Dave, we're watching the redefinition of terms. But I can tell you this, it's going by the Nazi playbook, even the flying saucers. That was real technology. Uh, the glyphs that were on some of the bell type craft, we've got those translated. And again, I want people to understand, there was a time when all the glyphs, meaning symbols, meaning uh, illustrations, cave drawings, uh, archaeoastronomical, strange, if you will, positions of stars and planets, all that stuff was pretty much left uncorrelated. And this is why I want people to understand this. Hitler spared no expense with the different people he sent worldwide looking for every uh, religious artifact, every supernatural artifact, and the whole basis of, again, the Raiders of the Lost Ark. They want the Ark of the Covenant. They want the literal Ark that basically was in the temple of God, first in the tabernacle and then in the temple. And they were looking for the spear of Longinus. This is Nazis now we're talking about. That's the spear that pierced Jesus' side. It supposedly was made out of a meteorite, the head of it. Well, they were also looking for the grail, if you will, the chalice that Jesus used because even though they did not like to acknowledge Jesus, they couldn't separate the supernatural. And here's where we're at now. The Nazis exceeded and superseded uh, the, any, anybody's wildest dreams on even their, their, when I say this, their 1940s and the mid-50s um, uh, technological weaponry. And yet we still, as a nation, given the, the uh, Defense Department that Obama has you know, spent overtime destroying, that Biden is now given the free reign to destroy. And, you know, Jesus made it simple. The, the salt of the earth is Christians. When the salt loses its savor or the city on the light or this, the light on a hill, you know, goes out, people grow up in darkness. And, and, and when he said it's good for nothing but to be trampled under the foot of man, that was saying that when salt lost its ability to be salty, it was used as road mix. And I tell people, Christians that become road mix should go the next step. They will also become road kill. Okay. I, I can't find any fault in what you're saying. That's absolutely true. Um, how was it that Satan came to be in Antarctica? Well, first of all, people need to understand the Bible teaches that he was literally in charge of the worship of God. He was literally called the shining one. He was the most, I guess you'd say, resplendent creature of God's creation. And by the way, he wasn't a fallen angel. He was the anointed cherub that was in the pre-Adamic garden of God. And that can be spelled out and found out in Ezekiel 28, which is, thou art the anointed cherub. And the thing is, is that, and were. So the Antarctic, if you will, ice fields are similar under the ice now to a giant mirror. And Lucifer is so, how do I say this? Um, in, in, um, oh, uh, uh, the word I want is so married to his own image. You know, nothing in history, including the legends of Narcissus, can even compare to the pride in Lucifer. Because in, when Lucifer got his eyes off the living God, and again, natural minds can't even receive what we're talking about. 
but the Antarctic afforded him a perfect place to duplicate what was known as the planet Rahab. Rahab, and I'm not saying Lucifer was an extraterrestrial, I'm not saying that, but Rahab means harlot, and that was the planet that was between the orbit of uh, Jupiter and Mars. It's the position of the asteroid belt right now, where the asteroid belt is. And what's interesting is late Greg Evenson, who's gone to be with the Lord, a couple days before he passed away, he was going to come on my radio show in those days. Actually, I guess it was a podcast. And he was going to talk about, and Greg was in a super secret space program that most people, even his immediate family, didn't know about. And the reason he confided in me was because of, you know, five years of my life where, let's just say this, that kind of information doesn't startle me. As a matter of fact, I was prepped for that information. And so what he said when they were over one of the poles of Mars, he said what was the strangest thing, Steve, it was like a million diamonds. And he said big diamonds. And it was like something had destroyed the biggest, uh, if you will, diamond structure in the world, maybe in the universe. And that was Lucifer's throne. Because Rahab literally means whore. And what's interesting is that, and I'm not talking about Rahab in the Bible, but the ancients knew it also as Astra. But Mars has always been known as either the angry red planet, okay? Uh, when, and I'm not into astrology, but astrologers base world conflict on the position of Mars. So Mars has always been associated with war, and obviously the god Mars, war. So what we're talking about here is that the reflection of the past, to answer your question specifically, the ice structure under Antarctica in Lucifer's throne room is literally as close as they could come and he could come to reproducing, if you will, his original throne when it was on the planet Rahab. And that's why God destroyed it. And there's laws in physics that uh, you know explain why there has to be a planet there. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's called Bode's Law, B-O-D-E-S Law. And again, Roche's limit, which is another physics term, is basically a heavenly body. Let's just say this, a, 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 a denser planetary body will destroy the lesser planetary body if they are moved into too close a proximity. So that's kind of it in a nutshell. So it's the place that Lucifer, who was bound by his pride, thrown out from heaven, literal heaven, and basically had to find a place that would it duplicate, and I'm not saying heaven looks like Antarctica under the ice, but in essence would reflect his ego and his glory, and that's why he chose that. That's what I'm told. That's an amazing story. <clears throat> so the asteroid belt is the leftover debris yes. of Satan's destroyed planet. Yep. And, and people say, well, that can't be. Then you tell me why the asteroid. And I want to share something else that's mind-blowing. <clears throat> and you and I have talked about this on previous shows. Dr. Werner von Braun uh, was one of the gentlemen that even the top secret control phase of Roswell and forward would be brought in to deal with either the alien bodies or the live alien captives or the live alien contactees. Most people just don't believe that. Greg Evenson told me that his, I believe it was one of his shirt tail relatives told a story about even the advanced 
UFO crap that uh, Dr. Von Braun got a ride in one of them. And people say, I, I don't find that on the Internet. Well, you don't find much truth on the Internet. You find some truth on the Internet, but it's not the last arbiter of truth. So what's interesting is your contacts at uh, Redstone, the Redstone Arsenal, my contacts, and now we're talking about even a woman named Betty Stevens, who in 2017 had a out-of-body experience where the Lord Jesus took her. By the way, she doesn't have flaky prophecies like the 400 to 1 that misprophesied Trump's uh, second inauguration. The point being is, is that when she was shown, and it's a 2017, but what she was shown in Antarctica was the black box that was controlling the energy source in Antarctica. And I'm going to be going into all that in a special report I'm going to do, Dave. And it'll be a, and look, uh, this is how I don't make any apologies for it. It'll be available to the people that will sign up by subscription basis on uh, my new uh, private briefings, and it's going to be uh, pretty mind-blowing. So Antarctica is the subject matter of an in-depth report. And just since you and I started talking, and ladies and gentlemen, Dave will tell you this, he was writing on Antarctica. I was getting contemporary information. We didn't talk, Dave, did we? Until we said, wow. I think you said, wow. And then you told me that the article was coming out, and then someone sent me Betty Stevens on Antarctica. So three different, seemingly uh, within, I don't know, eight hours, with no exaggeration, came in at the same time. So I took that as being a in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. So again, ladies and gentlemen, even today, the makers of the digital chip that's going to allow, or not to allow, but going to demand that everybody take it, a pretty arrogant guy he said there's nothing you can do about it well that's true and and we've been talking about the technology of the beast the mark of the beast and I want to just tell people there's really a shooting war going on between US aerial assets and Russian aerial assets and that's all I can say and uh, and it's not that I'm trying to be sneaky there's no hook in this it's just that you know, when someone says something to you in confidence, I either keep the confidence or end up, you know, putting somebody's life at risk. And I want to yeah. share this too, ladies and gentlemen. You know, Dave and I just talked two minutes before we came on the show. They're messing with his phone. They're messing with my phone. They're messing with his computer. They're messing with this and that. There are people that are scared to being exposed over the election fraud. In Arizona, so the days of us being able to tell you information, like quite candidly, you know, some people say, I listen to you and Hodges, Quail, you're the best entertainment, blah, blah, blah. When our voices go silent, the only way you'll be able to even begin to get the information we have will be through Galileo and, you know, again, signing up, signing up, G-A-L-I-L-E-Y-O, it's spelled differently than Galileo the scientist. So. The point is that, Dave, I believe that 2022 is going to see more revelations about Antarctica than any other time in history. I believe we're going to see the invisible realm become visible. The black box that Betty Stevens saw was scientists, and, and you know, I'll, I, I can give you that, you can put up on your website, uh, that saw was the control panel for the most powerful power generators, at least in our part of the solar system, and that's how they power up the gates, G-A-T-E-S. 
stargates. And again, I want everybody to remember the word star and gate. Star is another word, angel. Uh, his ministering angels. The ancients knew that stars were the abode of the heavenly beings. So stargates are real technology, and we possess it. And a lot of countries possess it. But Lucifer is the one that absolutely can beckon any world leader at any time to show up before him. And so when you see people that supposedly, I thought that guy was in Antarctica, uh, people have got to understand, duplicates and clones have already been produced, human duplicates. And that's why people say, that's not Hillary. That's not the same falling down Hillary. Of course it's not. Same thing with Biden. There's the Biden you see that's a joke, and then you see this other guy from the side. He doesn't look like Biden, but he's more articulate. So what I think is going to happen, and I know is happening, the amount of who's who in the world, and, and the Bible says the whole world lies the evil one, these are the rulers of the kingdoms on earth. And that's what Jesus basically said, that nation would rise against nation. That's the ethnic problems we're seeing right now. And kingdom against kingdom. But Christians will, will quote Ephesians 6, where we wrestle not against flesh and blood. But somehow they go silent when they have to basically confront, I would say this, biblical reality outside of their acceptable norms. And this, I'm telling everybody, 2022, you better forget, not only will the word normal never be seen again, the everything you've known up until 2021, even with the shutdown for pretty much two years, disappearance of everything that you need to live on, we're to be starved to death, we're to be basically uh, uh, inoculated to death, uh, the wars will kill off however many people. And by 2025, Dave, you and I have talked about it, the Deagle Report, that's the only way those numbers, the 250 million Americans are going to die. And they're in the acceleration phase. Well, they're going to put 100 million of us in concentration camps. I'm convinced of that. And we don't have time to develop that reason why. I wanted to throw two things at you here. And you know I'm a proponent of uh, predictive programming because it's so omnipresent. But... Uh, the old TV show lasted 10 years with Richard Dean Anderson, Stargate SG-1. There was an episode, and I believe it was at the end of season either 7 or 8, and the Earth is being attacked by a massive force called the Ga'ul, and the Earth is going to be overwhelmed and defeated, but Richard Dean Anderson has the biometric ability to access weapon we found in Antarctica and it stimulates a defense system all across the planet to defeat the enemy. And it's kind of what you're saying about the activation of Stargates. Uh, and that show was based on Stargates. And then there was an episode I remember seeing as a kid, and Steve, forgive me, because this is more decades old from memory than I want to admit. But there was an episode on the old Outer Limits show that uh, aired, and they were replacing in the show, these aliens were replacing world leaders by uh, uh, clones that would take their place. Now, it wasn't clones so much in the form as we think of them today because the technology wasn't really well developed, at least we don't think it was then. But what was happening was they were injecting these people to become something else under their control and very much was a cloning kind of uh, effect. And, and so this predictive programming has shown exactly what you're saying here. Oh, absolutely. And, and sometimes I get 
criticism. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, even Gene Roddenberry was a central intelligence agent, uh, an agency um, oh, um, operative. No movies got made in Hollywood without passing through the intelligence agencies. And all of the stuff that were, were or all of the, uh, I'm sorry, themes of all the different science fiction movies were always based on the premise of something that was accurate, but putting it into the science fiction mode to disarm people. So if Dave said, well, that was real, I saw it on this or that, just like what you stated about Stargate SG-1 with Richard Dean Anderson. The thing is, is that Antarctica holds the world's most powerful transmitter, not built by human hands under the control of the fallen angels. That also is the grid that controls their ability to pretty much go everywhere. Because Satan is not omnipresent, but he's omnireporting. In other words, there's so many fallen angels and so many earthly dupes. And ladies and gentlemen, you may not like this stuff. You may say, ah, oh, man, those guys are out there. But the point is, is that, remember, if we're out there, it's because God has chosen us to be able to get the information out there. So what, when that information becomes where we're all at, in essence, then you have been briefed. Now, I don't expect everybody to believe this, Dave, I know. But I can tell you this, Empire Beneath the Ice is probably the most important history book out there. And there are other people, Jim Mars and other people, have written great stuff on Antarctica. Ravencroft. There are so many people that have. I'm only saying that, you know, at the point they they wrote their works, and to a large degree, the point that Empire Beneath the Ice was written, there's so much more coming forward now. So not only John Kerry, but ladies and gentlemen, the Pope has been there. The head of the Russian Orthodox Church has been there. They're being Antarctica. You can look it up. So what would draw all these guys? Do you think they really are on a penguin escapade? You know, do you think really they're there to, uh, you know, just take a look around? What would what would draw the, two of the most important uh, religious figures in the world there? And then when you understand Barack Obama has been there, hmm. And when you get a, a, a feel for everybody that's been there, then that's what becomes so problematic. And Dave, again, I'm going to say it. Antarctica will be the order of the day, cliff high of Webbot, Half Past Human. He's talking about Antarctica. The bottom line is there's a lot of people that can't get out of their context. If you take your thumb and your trigger finger and move it as wide as you can, that's most people's comfort zone. Take down your fingers and imagine you're in a room and that's what's coming upon because men's hearts are going to literally fail them for fear of looking after, of looking at and after those things coming upon the earth. Yeah, I know. And, and now we're seeing, aren't we? And I never applied it until one day, and I think it was obviously came as a revelation to me. But look at all the young people dying of heart attacks for fear. They're being driven by fear to take an experimental uh, mutagenic uh, injection with so much evidence against it. And ladies and gentlemen, those people are fearful. And, and is it any wonder they're dropping dead? Not, not because, oh, I'm scared to death, but because... The fear was what drove them to get, or the fear of their, let's say, their coaches ordering them. I just, and I don't know much about basketball, but I think two guys just got put on suspension because they refused to have a daily COVID test or something. I don't pay attention to sports, but I do pay attention. 
dying, Dave. Drop dead dying on screens, and it makes me weep because they're they're literally dying. Their hearts are failing. Look, if you have a heart attack, I'd say that qualifies as heart failing because they're being told a lie, and it's the lie. And look, it's not just the lie. It's the people that embrace the lie that obviously have the most to risk, in this case, their lives. And I never saw that before, and I think people need to really take that, pun intended, to heart because we're talking about this time period now. And I, I saw the newest report out. The, the most people dying is what, in the ages of 18 to 46 or 56? Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, 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 it's a, a good year if you're not being uh, injected with some form of mutagenic, life-destroying compound that's based on some of the most evil science ever developed by fallen angels. And I want to share something with people. The technologically advanced uh, advancements that come into people's minds and hearts, it's my, uh, you know, it's my, how should I say this, researched opinion as it is yours, Dave. There are people cooperating in their own death based on fear, not based on scientific fact. Because in the narrative that's being controlled, scientific fact has no place any longer. Well, it doesn't. Um, I'll give you something that some people will scoff at, but I'll tell you my um, Warner Von Braun story. And it's not about him directly. It's about his secretary, Carol, Carol Rosen. And Annie DeRiso, uh, she used to be my news director for six and a half years on the radio show. She knew Carol Rosen, and Carol Rosen was Warner Von Braun's uh, personal secretary. And I talked to Carol on the phone in a preparatory interview, and she said, yeah, I was sitting there with uh, uh, my boss, and these alien beings came right to the wall and sat down among us and told us how things were going to be. And they said, and you can take notes. And uh, she told the story in detail, and it echoes a lot of what you've said in the past. Interesting, I was going to have her on the show, and this hastened my departure from RBN. The owner of RBN at the time would not let me have Carol Rosen on the show because of what she was going to say. But um, it's an amazing story. I believe her. Um, I'll tell you what my father told me, and just for a point of reference to people listening may not know, my father worked with captured German scientists reverse engineering theoretical physics. And he asked him, where would you get this? And aliens, did you ever meet the aliens? Well, no, but our commanders did and my father was well aware of their occultic practices and some of them even continued in, in his in his presence when they were in captivity they were still worshiping lucifer satan and all this nonsense and he was convinced that it wasn't aliens so much as it was probably demonic beings and i asked him i said where do you think they come from he said genesis 6 might be right he said that in 1985 and he said but i'm not sure he said but what i will tell you is this is that I, I'm sure somewhere on this planet this philosophy is going forward. I don't think we captured all the Germans. And that's what he told me. And then when I met Jim Mars and became friends with Jim, he, he quoted me chapter and verse on how right my dad's suspicions were. Well, and you and I have talked uh, on the air over the last years. Not only, you know, was that story that Carol uh, told you, but the bottom line is, it paralleled what Greg Evenson and his, uh, he had a very close friend, told him an identical story. But he also told uh, Greg that Von Braun was allowed 
and um, even at the request of the aliens to go on board a craft and talked about the speed of the craft. And this is pretty, uh, you know, a long time ago. Dr. Warren von Braun died in 1977. But the point being, everyone, you need to understand, they were able to go, quote, faster than the speed of light. Well, remember that used to be a big deal. You can't go faster than the speed of light. You sure can if you're jumping through wormholes. Uh, you're, you sure can if you're able to fold time and space. And, Dave, I want people to understand something. This is where they've got to recognize Dietrich uh, oh, uh, Eckhart, he's the one that said, Hitler may have danced, but, and I'm quoting him, but it was I who pulled the strings. They would get the most uh, uh, powerful mediums, that means psychic mediums, and they would literally uh, touch base with the fallen angels, okay? And in those days, the fallen angels were bound from coming in, and I'm talking obviously, you know, in the 30s and 40s. But what was fascinating, and it's in my book, uh, Eckhart's Antichrist, okay, and Dietrich, you know, Eckhart was a really bad guy. But one of the things I think that's important, and, and I chronicle this because obviously we got in our research, is that, uh, uh, you know, the psychic gifts of the medium. Women, and this is going to be, I don't mean this to be tacky, so if there's children room, move them out, but women would give birth to ectoplasmic entities. In other words, just consider a water person, you know, ectoplasm. You know, if you watch Ghostbusters, you should know what ectoplasm is. And those entities that would be birthed in the normal birth process, I'll, I'll get away with it that way, would dictate the most advanced science and physics to Eckhart. And that's why both Warner von Braun and Dr. Hermann Oberth, O-B-E-R-T-H, made the statement, it wasn't that we Germans were smarter than the scientists in the West, it was that we had help from the other side. So that goes along and correlates with what your dad told you. It correlates with what Greg Evenson told me. And I'm not just dropping names, okay? The bottom line is in the preponderance of evidence. And now, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to see phenomena that you've never seen before. Even like I have a picture, Dave, I'll send it to you. But people are having supernatural encounters with supernatural entities that, in essence, they're not fake, they're not Photoshopped. And what's happening is I find it interesting that this goes right back to the Nazis and their psychic medium. And, and for the record, if anybody ever saw Hellboy, Hellboy, I'm not recommending you see it, but if you did see it, the Nazis were able to reproduce the first Stargate. And obviously, those of you who saw it, what I was told by a four-star spec ops general is he said, Steve, they succeeded, meaning the Nazis, that, that scene was accurate with the exception of the power source. So what I want people to understand is this, the technological advances mankind is basically credited with coming up to with their genius. I don't put people down, Dave, but the bottom line is the majority of that was dictated by fallen angels. And even now, you know, even now, uh, my expedition in Mexico, I'm, I'm not there. Obviously, I'm in Montana. But the guys in my expedition in, uh, in Mexico and the alien Aztec and the alien Egyptian and the, how do I say this, uh, the entire history of Meso, Latin, and Mexico itself, the amount of interest by countries' intelligence agencies 
are off the charts because they want one thing. They want what's a certain, how do I say this, vessel that's crashed in the deepest jungle has, and it is astonishing what is on that uh, craft. And basically, I can only tell you this. This isn't make-believe. I'm not trying to outdo any science fiction writer, but since I'm the guy, and I, I don't mean there's any other way, but who's been working on the ancient languages of history with a team of people that are really bright, not me, them really bright, and now we understand what's taking place. And so in essence, you used to remember when someone was really good at uh, you know telling you kind of what's going to go on, in, in, in Christianity was a word of knowledge, but not manipulative. But what, what's happening now, Dave, we're seeing the major intelligence agencies all after the prize, and that prize is a, an advanced weapon system that basically has to come through a Stargate because of the amount of power that's on it and the control device. So, mm -hmm. so, so people can say, ah, ah, they can complain all they want. But I can tell you point blank that based on what I know and the evidence I see, it becomes very obvious that this is real and it's going on now. So Empire Beneath the Ice, by the way, I have them in reprint. I think I got 40 or 50 copies left. And it is, in my opinion, the most important book written about, you know, what, 70 years ago, 75 years ago, stuff that happened that now is becoming front page news, now is becoming a draw. And I hope I answered the question, why Lucifer is in Antarctica? And it, it's the ice can be a reflection. So imagine a diamond, imagine a vast, and when I say vast throne room, we're not talking something that's 20 by 40 feet, 200 by 40 feet. We're talking miles and miles, you know, 100 miles. And that, people say, that's not possible. Well, yes, it is. So the point is, is that to the skeptic, no amount of evidence will ever be no. enough. And Steve, we're, so, almost, we're almost out of time, but I, I, okay. wanted, to say, I wanted to say this. Um, you're right. To the skeptic, I was having this conversation with Paul Preston today. And with all due respect to people, you know, Steve does his homework uh, probably better than anybody I know. Paul does his homework really well. I do my best job. And you know what? I'm to the point where I don't care what people think. I'm going to put out what I know to be true and just let the cards fall where they are. We're in a spiritual war, and I don't care how bizarre this sounds, folks. This is not army versus army. This is spiritual warfare you're hearing about, and of course it's unfamiliar. SteveQuail.com is the website to go to, and Steve, I would assume you can order the book Empire Beneath the Ice uh, at that place, right? Yes, under my books, and we will be shipping those in two weeks, okay? okay? But and, again, and, it's the most important thing, because Dave, what we're talking about today, and kudos to you, that's not flattery, it's just we're arriving at the same point, excuse me, at the same time, and it's critical people understand yeah, it yeah. does not bode well for them. No, it doesn't, and I've been having dreams about Antarctica, which is why I did what I did and reached out to you, and that's why we're doing this. Hey, don't forget, folks, the satellite phone store, uh, 855-980-5830. Don't get left behind at this critical time. Steve, thanks for joining us. Really interesting stuff. Thank you, Dave. Take care.